0: Hello, hello, self-love here. Uh, Today I want to talk about don't agree to things you don't agree to. But first I want to do a disclaimer here. I'm kind of going to be changing up the way I've been doing my podcast lately. I know I do a lot of changing and I'm not always consistent. But recently, well, for a while now, my mental health has been, I've been struggling with that. And so I never wanted this podcast to be doomy and gloomy. I always wanted it to be something that would be encouraging and uplifting and bubbly, but that's just not where I'm at right now, and I feel like if I'm not genuine and I try to force myself to talk about things that I'm not really feeling, then I'm being a phony. And I think I'd rather chance the, chance the, uh... I'm willing to take the chance that some people might not listen to me anymore. And just be completely honest where I'm at because maybe there are some people out here that feel the same way I do. And so there's like five or six topics I have that I'm going to talk about in the next week that have really been on my mind and my heart and have been weighing me down pretty heavily. And so that's where I'm at. But this week we're going to talk about don't agree to things you don't agree to. And you may ask, why in the world would you agree to something you don't agree to? And, well, my answer would be, I think it stems from being young and as a young person, my parents kind of molded me to be someone who just kept the peace. Who just agreed to make things easier you know I I wasn't necessarily a temperamented kid anyway I usually did what I was told and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that to a certain degree but I think if you're doing things that you don't think is right that's where I don't think you should be doing that. But anyhow, so my natural instinct as someone who had a little bit of trauma in my childhood, I just kind of bury myself away. I burrow away somewhere where I feel safe, and I just pretend that what's going on around me isn't really going on. And I think that that was the natural response that I had to the initial moving out to Oregon to be by my husband's parents. And then also, I think, the RV thing. I, I've i talked about this in other episodes. I really, really can't stand how small our RV is and... It makes me feel claustrophobic and like I'm getting suffocated. And currently right now, the winters here are the hardest because they're really, really rainy. And it's cold and you can't really go outside. I mean, it's not terribly cold like Minnesota cold. It's like 40s, 50s, 30s. So it's not really cold. But it's cold enough where it's like you can't really bring an infant outside. You can't really bring your toddler outside without wrapping them up pretty good. And especially with the rain, it gets cold on them. So I, we haven't really been going anywhere much. And my son is currently teething. So his sleep schedule is all over the place. And that's been hard. But uh sorry, let's stay on topic here. So I, I agreed with my husband that I was okay with, you know, moving into an RV and doing this and doing life together in that aspect. And the thing is, the goal was never to stay in the RV, ultimately. it We, we were only supposed to be in here for a couple years. And technically, we would be just about on the two-year mark. But then we get out here and we learn that, you know, everything is a lot more expensive than what we originally had thought. And so that's making it rather challenging for us to be able to purchase a house. So that's taking longer. And then, you know, we, it's like every time we try to reach out to someone, we just get bombarded with, you know, people don't answer back or they don't call us back or we get an appointment with them and then they don't you know call back after that. They're like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, this is what you're probably going to be alright with or approved for." And then they never call us back, but I suppose that's because there's nothing out there in the market that is for what we could afford. I and mean, I'm not going to lie, we don't have a lot saved up yet. We have been really uh cracking down on not doing extra stuff now we did purchase new phones for ourselves because my phone was super old and i couldn't take any pictures anymore because the software was not able to update anymore and i had not enough storage on my phone and all this and that and my husband because i've been so down and gloomy he thought you know getting a new phone for my wife might be the thing that cheers her up and If I could completely pinpoint what it was that was making me unhappy, I think it's a lot of different things. And I think it's the topics that I'm going to talk about over the next couple weeks. Um, But because I agreed to these things and I didn't really say the actual truth of what I thought to my husband. And I really thought I could do it for a couple years but then you add children into the mix and especially a really energetic one like my toddler he probably has ADHD of some sort he has so much energy that it's crazy and it's hard to channel that and have him focus on certain things he has a hard time with that he's just kind of all over the place. And so it's been hard, but for a long time I blamed my husband for moving us out here because in my mind he made us do it, but I agreed to it. I can't blame him for it. Um, The reason I did it was because he was just so giddy and so happy and so excited to be able to be by his parents. because he hasn't seen his parents in probably 10 15 years because they live way out here and we were living in Minnesota and so i would blame him and i and i'm i'm mad at him and sometimes i still resent him because i'm just like dang you know i'm all the way out here away from everyone i love and know and I'm doing this parenting by myself. I mean, not by myself. My husband, obviously, when he's there, he helps out and stuff, but the baby is mostly me. But as pretty much everyone knows, the first three years of a baby's life is pretty much heavily on the mom. So, you know, there is a lot of responsibility that goes on the mom. And I wish I would have been more honest with my husband because for years before we moved out here to Oregon, we would, he every year at family gatherings, he would tell my family, oh, you know, in a couple of years, once we get X amount of money saved up, we're going to move out to Oregon, you know. And in my mind at the time, I I thought it was just something he was saying, you know, because a lot of people say that stuff, you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, someday I'd like to move away from here because it's so cold or, you know, whatever, and I just kind of thought it was one of those things but then you know we we get the loan for the RV we purchased the RV and you know even for a few months we moved out moved the RV out to my husband's friend's house that who still lived in Minnesota and we were living out of it there and you know I still didn't say anything and that would have been the time to say something be like hey hun you know I don't really love this RV life thing and that's when I should have said it because then we could have you know just not moved and we could have found a place and it would have been fine you know but again I didn't say anything and so I've been pretty sad about living in such a small space. And then there's also just, I don't know anyone here. I haven't made any friends here, but I haven't really gone out and tried to find friends. And I'd say, well, how, you know, I have kids. I have to worry about my kids. But ultimately that's an excuse because my husband is more than willing to take the kids on the weekends and give me a break here and there. And I'm finally going to this little coffee shop once a week now to do these podcasts and just kind of clear my mind, get away from the kids for a little bit and just get some me time to put myself together and hopefully I can start making that a habit so that I can kind of be a little bit happier just getting a break from the mom and the wife duties. And I have this bad habit of like trying to do everything by myself and never asking for help because I'm. I think I can do it all myself. But also, in the past years as a young person, every time I asked for help, there was always some kind of string attached to it. You know, it was like. I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine, you know, but I didn't know about it initially. It would be down the road, a couple months down the road, I'd get a call or a text and be like, oh, well, you know, you owe me from that time that I did that for you. And it's like, oh, well, had I known that, I wouldn't have asked you. So we are finally in a place where we are no longer... so behind because the first year we came out here literally my husband could not find a job for the longest time and then uh he finally got a job from this guy and he ended up kind of screwing us over and we had to go on unemployment for a while and so we were barely getting by barely scraping by and so this past year the second year we've been here is we've just been playing catch up ultimately And so we're finally out of the hole and we have been able to, you know, spend a little bit money, a little bit of money on ourselves and stuff going out to eat here and there and the phones, like I mentioned earlier, which in my mind, you know what, you shouldn't be doing that because you're trying to save up for a house, but I tend to be so narrow minded and I don't allow myself to have any joy until I get to where I want to go and not giving yourself those little perks and those little enjoyments throughout every day when when your life feels so miserable it's like it makes you that much more of a miserable person and my husband's like you know being in the rv is our suck right now this is our struggle so if we can make it a little less of a struggle and a little less sucky by going out to eat once in a while and doing this and that, then I think we should. And so now we have both agreed that now that we got the new phones and we have went out a couple times to eat, we're gonna try to really, really, really commit to buckling down now because the guy that wants to sell us this duplex in town here, uh, wants to have it sold by, I think he said May. So that only gives us a couple more months to really save up things. Luckily, you know, it's tax season, so we're going to do- get our taxes done and do that, and then get the money saved up that way, additional money. We're hoping to have about a 10 grand, 10 to 15 grand down payment. And uh, if that's not enough, then. Ultimately, we'll probably be ending up moving back to Minnesota because it's just too expensive to live out here for us and Neither me or my husband because it's getting to my husband too Can stand living in the RV anymore because there's just stuff everywhere and, un- and Unless I keep up with the RV throughout the day and try to keep up with all the mess and stuff you start to not be able to find things and So it gets frustrating because you end up just going around the RV all day looking for things because you can't find them because everything's a mess. And so you're trying to keep up with the mess and you have kids and it's like, uh, you know, it's a lot. So we have finally started to work together and that's a huge improvement because, you know, we were both so miserable in our own stuff that we forgot to consider working together. And when you're working against each other, you can't get anywhere in life. So we're starting to save up money as quickly as we can to get a down payment for a house or this duplex. And, uh, so hopefully we'll be able to purchase this duplex and move in half the side. And then my husband's parents live in the other half, so They're kind of helping pay our mortgage, then they would be helping pay the mortgage once we buy it, if we're able to, again. So that's kind of where we are as far as that goes, but um, I've started to do my hobbies that I used to do before I got married and had kids. And there was a part of me that just thought that now I'm a mom, I can't do anything fun. I can't do anything for myself anymore. All these things that I once did are no longer something I can do because, well, a lot of it was just the space in the RV, which again, it's just becoming a problem. We're outgrowing it and with two kids in there now, it's even that much more hectic, especially an infant because you have all those little the play mat and the swing and the car seat and just all this stuff in there and so yeah, it's time we get a house, and hopefully we'll be able to get one. Um, but if you're a mom out there who is like me or even a dad who has given up everything for your kids and you're getting crabby because you feel like you don't ever get uh, time for yourself anymore. I want to tell you to please do your hobbies again. Do the things that you used to do that made your life so grand and happy whether that be just going out and getting coffee and getting away for a bit or you know painting like for me I like to journal. I like to paint. I like to read. I like to write. I like to um, I was learning teaching myself how to crochet at one point and I like to exercise. I like to go for walks all these things that I used to do that I just didn't think I could do anymore just do it because ultimately if when you take the time for yourself to fill your own cup up then you can have the ability to share that cup with everyone else and if you can't find joy in life and you can't see the end and tell yourself you know this is only temporary for you know my baby's not going to be a baby forever i'm only going to lose sleep for so much time uh but when you're in in it, it's hard because it's like, ah, oh, you know, it, this feels like forever. And when the days just feel like the same every single day, you just need to go out and do something and get a way to clear your mind for a bit. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make you a selfish person. It doesn't make you a bad mom or dad. It just makes you human. And every human needs a break once in a while from everyday life from the stressors of life, from, you know, the frustrations and (laughs) the irritations and, you know, just everyday things. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make you a bad person. So with that being said, don't agree to things that you don't agree to, because ultimately, you will end up resenting that person that you agreed to do this thing with and it has caused so many arguments. It has caused so much roughness and shakiness in mine and my husband's relationship that um that didn't need to be there in the first place. And I wish I would have told him flat out at the beginning, but I just didn't want to cause an argument. And that comes from, you know, being the... Being the peacemaker, being the person who doesn't feel like I can say what I think or that my, what I want out of life is something I can have. And ultimately that's what it is, is I just didn't think I could express what I wanted out of life because, you know, my whole life I got told that I had to be something else or I had to just agree and no, it's okay to want what you want. It's okay to say no to things and it's okay to know yourself enough and take the time to know yourself enough to know what you actually want out of life because no one else is gonna know except for you and you might as well take the time so that you're not spending years being bitter and resentful because it's not something you actually wanted you just did it out of obligation or feeling like if you actually said what you wanted that you would be told that it was completely unacceptable what you wanted or that you know too bad this is what I want and My husband was like, you know, I really wish you would have just told me. I wouldn't get mad at you if you didn't want the same thing I wanted. We'd find a way to compromise. So have the conversations, stand up for yourself because it doesn't pay being unhappy for years and years and years of your life and becoming this bitter person that no one wants to be around. I hope you guys got something out of this episode. I'm sorry that it is doomy and gloomy. I apologize, but I just wanna be completely honest where I'm at, and right now I'm in a season of really, really hard mental issues going on and I'm struggling. And just in case there's anyone else out here that feels like me, know that you're not alone and that it's okay to feel the feel the way you're feeling and what you don't release will increase so it's better to get it out there out in the open and talk about it than to keep it bottled up inside. I will talk to you guys in the next episode, have a good day, bye.